to another episode of The Language Lounge. My name is Michelle Ola, and I am here today with Michelle Fournier and uh, Stephanie Carboneau. And we are going to talk about, let me see, am I, am my name musical, is that okay? My, I'm a Spanish-ish accent with a probably rude name musical. You're going to hear it beautifully said in Spanish. <laughs> in French, but we're going to talk all things about music and fun and, and ways to get students really excited and engaged, especially in February, March, <laughs> April, when we're dragging at the end of the school year, right? So thank you so much, ladies, for being here with me today and um, braving the main weather to get to your spot. Stephanie had to drive to to get to a place where she could record, right, Stephanie? Because there's yes. snow there. <laughs> we had no power this morning after our little snowstorm. Oh, yeah. So, well, thank you all so much. So we're going to hop in. First of all, can you all just, uh, Stephanie, why don't we start with you? Can you just introduce yourself? Um, I've had you on the podcast before, so some people may recognize you from that or from um, other things that you do in Twitter. But if you could just give us a little... Um, introduction to you and your context. That would be great. So I am a middle school French teacher in Southern Maine. Um, been teaching French at the middle school level for 26 years now. Um, very active in our state association. I'm the current acting president right now of our state language association. Very active with AATF. Um, and have made some amazing friends like Michelle um, through our connections, you know, of our French community. And I, I guess that's about it. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that's great. Michelle, Michelle how about you? Um, yeah, don't forget oh, to yes. mention her. Um, she's very famous. Um, so I am Michelle Fournier, uh, and um, I started out my career actually teaching high school for many, many years, and then I switched to middle school um, and thought I was going to hate it, but I actually love it, and um, so it's, it's been really fun. So I'm in Falmouth, Maine, and um, I teach usually 7th and 8th grade French, and i um, also very active in the um, state associations and uh, Money Musical has been kind of our baby and it just uh, took off and um, I love it so much. It's such a great thing. Um, so, so yeah, that's a little yeah. bit about That's Well, let's start with that. So how did you the two of you become so involved with this, this project that maybe might've started out small, but as I'm looking at your amazing web page and all of the components and how many schools are involved it is turned into quite an amazing large probably um a sort of uh manageable hard to manage event maybe i don't know so tell me about how did this come about and tell me you know before we get into what is it and all the good stuff of how do we do it and get get teachers excited just how did this happen well i first want to say that like this isn't a new idea or it wasn't a new idea it's been Teachers have been doing this type of competition in their classes for, for quite some time. Um, Michelle and I just happened to um, connect, and I was doing it in my classroom, and I said, hey, wouldn't it be fun if our two schools competed kind of against each other and we could see who, who would win or who did the best in predicting who would win. And my students were not far from Falmouth. They played them in sports. So for the kids, it was a natural, a natural connection. And 
made it more even even more engaging than it normally would have been because now we were actually playing against um, someone they knew or people they knew. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to go into more, Michelle, about other well, yeah, schools. And, or... and it was and it was inspired by the Spanish one, really, the Locura de Marzo. And you know, one of my colleagues, uh, Suzanne, that I work with, she would rave about, oh yeah, we have, you know, they get fifty thousand students voting. It's this big, huge thing. And I was kind of jealous. And I was like, oh, there's nothing like that for French. <laughs> and so we ended up after we did it the first year. Um, we decided to present about it at our um, our language conference uh, in uh, in Maine, and um, and we said it, it happens to fall right around the time that Money Musical begins because we try to coordinate it with the basketball tournament, and so we had um, we had a, we invited teachers to join us, and we said here's your lesson plan for Monday have the students listen to the playlist, fill out a bracket and join us. And so we had a few teachers that joined us. And after that, it just kind of grew. Uh, And I think one of the maybe turning points was the the remote year when we, when we had the pandemic, because all of a sudden it, it just teachers went remote and we were in the middle of money musical and so it was a really natural transition for teachers to say, okay, we were already doing this. It's engaging. It's fun. Students are into it. This is a way to get them to actually come to class because during the pandemic, some of the kids mm-hmm. just didn't come to class or whatever. And so, um, and it just gave people something fun to do in a really difficult difficult time. Uh, and so I think, I think that was, and it was easy to do remotely. Everything was online. Um, so it made it easy for teachers. I think a lot of the teachers said we, we kind of saved, we Mm -hmm. saved that, not not that we saved, but yeah, we helped them out immensely during the, you know, that, that period of time, because it was like Michelle said, it was already ongoing. It was online. It could continue and it would still keep the students coming. And mm-hmm. I think for me, the most important thing about Mani Musical is the fact that we we come together with so many teachers and produce stuff together that benefits so many teachers and so many students um, that it's what keeps me wanting to keep doing this year after year. Yeah. It's an amazing impact, but I do just have to give a shout out to my, I just have to give a shout out to my colleague and mostly to you. So my colleague, Jen was a French teacher um, during, now she helps, she's on my team at Wayside, but she was a French teacher during the pandemic. And you, she is why you're here in particular, you know, specifically because she had said like literally that saved her sanity, like during the pandemic and having that engagement tool and having that excitement and keeping her excited and keeping her students excited. So I know that that is true. And I know that that what you all have done and put together has had a great impact on, on teachers and students. And what a great feeling. And it started from two teachers, you know, kind of collaborating and competing and, and bringing and then being brave and being, um, you know, bringing that to you know, an association and presenting on your little project and kind of seeing it kind of grow from there must be, um, you know, must be really satisfying to you. Michelle is our statistics queen. So why don't you uh, tell them like the stats? I mean, it it just blows my mind. Yeah. So we, so we started in 2017 with two schools 
Um, and then 2018, we just had a handful of schools. That's the year we presented. Um, 2019, we had we went up to 738 schools from 47 states and six countries. Um, last year, 2022, we had 3,395 schools from all 50 states and 16 countries. Um, so it's pretty exciting uh, how much it's grown. Our Facebook group for teachers, um, where there is incredible collaboration that we can talk about. Um, we have close to 5,000 teachers on there now. It's like 4,800 teachers. It's it's insane. It's just the way that it just exploded exponentially. That's amazing. I love it. It's crazy. We're a nonprofit now. I mean, it's just it's turned into this huge thing. <laughs> wow, that is so amazing, though. That is so great. So let's let's start with let's say there is a French or even a Spanish or any other language teacher because you said like you said you modeled this after one that the Spanish did right and so you kind of took it and, and adapted it for your language and made it your own and kind of done you know build saw a need filled a filled a need and you know maybe there's a a German teacher out there there, or a Chinese there teacher. is a German one um, there is a that, German one wonderful yeah. she's she's start I can't I'll find the information and send it to you but there is a, a German teacher um, who has started working on one for the German teachers in the German community. Um, oh, and that. last year, I think, was the first year she did it this way. So Wonderful. Um, we'll get you that information so you can put it in That'd the show notes. That'd be great. We'll put that in the show notes as, as, along with the Spanish. And then, I, and I believe even there might be multiple Spanish ones too. So I don't want to offend, leave, leave anybody out. <laughs> um, you know, so anybody that is listening, we can tag all of those in the podcast when we release it as well, you know, but um, but we did want to kind of talk about like the structure in general, but specifically, I want to hear about yours, you know, with Mani Musical. And, you know, let's say there is a French teacher out there that doesn't know what this is, right? Or probably, which is more likely, might know what it is, but just doesn't feel comfortable yet, like doesn't, you know, is kind of hesitant to, to jump in, like, you know, they don't have that level of familiarity. Um, so why don't you just kind of give us like, the short, like the, the short, like, what is this? What happens? I know it's based on the base, you know, basketball kind of tournaments, but how do the logistics work? What do teachers have to do and what exactly happens? You want me to do it or yeah. Okay. So, um, so it's, <laughs> go ahead. So it's basically <laughs> a, um, you know, we have, we started with the basketball tournament, the March madness. Um, and if you know anything about that tournament, um, 64 teams compete in a short period of time and they whittle it down to 16, the sweet 16, and then the elite eight and the final four and so forth. So it's modeled after the NCAA college basketball tournament, only instead of basketball teams, we do 16. We only do the sweet 16. We do 16 songs from around the Francophone world and students. Once the playlist is released, students fill out a bracket similar to the basketball one and they try to predict which songs will make it to the finals and which one will eventually be crowned champion. Um, so that happens before um, money officially starts. And then in early March, we start the voting. So, and sometimes this is the part where teachers get a little bit confused because they're not sure how this all works. Um, so basically the teachers will collect the brackets or record it any way that they want to. We have some suggestions. And, um, and then 
when it's a voting day, so I think March 1st is our first voting day this year, the first two songs are going head to head. So we have song A and song B and the students go online and they choose their favorite. And whichever song is chosen by the students that vote as their favorite moves on to the next round. And so for the first few rounds, it, you know, there are, the students are just voting for the songs that they already picked. But in the later rounds, there might be a song that they didn't originally pick to win going against a song they did pick or another song that they didn't pick. And so things start to get interesting as you go later on into the tournament because you're maybe not voting for a song that you would have picked, but then you're going, hmm, what do I think other people will vote for? And what's going to win? And, and so forth. Um, and so um, so eventually... Highly engaging, I'm sure... And, and, and sometimes there are some surprises because we have students from kindergarten all the way through the university level participating in this. Um, so, so a song that we, my middle schoolers think is the bomb is a song that high schoolers don't like or, mm-hmm. uh, or the elementary school really does like. And they, they are shocked when it doesn't win or it does, or the other song wins. And, we have grown such a community that we have so many helpers now um, that make these amazing videos, Michelle, right? Um, these um, reveal videos that even create the engagement. Michelle, you want to describe one of the videos? Like, I, I So Madame of- Betty is the boss. She is amazing. So she will create a video and, and we have a Facebook teacher group and teachers will make comments. So I'll update or Stephanie will update which song is winning and sometimes that goes back and forth and so one song is ahead and then the other one comes ahead and and people are people get really really invested and they're like no no i don't want the song to win i want the song to win and you know um there are little little conversations back and forth and so madame betty takes some of the quotes from that and for example last year we also did memes so she'll take some of the memes that students or teachers made and she makes a video describing like a two, two or three minute video um, showing kind of the progress of the vote. And she uses dramatic music and she tries to fool people and she'll throw this in. And then at the end, there's like this heartbeat, like drum roll type of thing. And in your classroom, it's insane. The students are sitting there and you would think that like the Could fate not. of the world is going to be decided that you can hear a pin drop and students are like holding their breath. Some students are holding hands or hugging like they're so nervous. <laughs> and then they, when it's announced, they applaud or they scream or they cry. I mean, not literally. I don't think I've had anybody actually cry, but but they get really, really excited. And and teachers will send videos of like their 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 students just like exploding with joy or with, you know, tragedy. They'll put their heads on their desk or whatever. So it's very intense. And, you know, and, and all of this leads to great, great language conversation. We have worked really hard to put together. Um, we have several versions of our chat mats in there for, you know, novice all the way to advanced for the students then to talk about their reactions or to talk about the songs or what just happened. And I had kids who don't open their mouths ever until this. And then they're, they are, I have an opinion and I want you to know about it. And, and if so, I have to know French to give that opinion, I guess I'm learning right, French, right? <laughs> right, right. And, and, you know, the chat mats and the things that are re- available in our resources, um, 
really help students to be able to participate in any way that they want mm -hmm. um, in this, at whatever level, either in writing or speaking. Um, it's just really, really, really engaging for them. And we have, you know, I it's, love it's, it. So, so if I'm, oh, go ahead, Michelle. Yeah, I was just going to say that, you know, sometimes teachers will hesitate about participating and they'll say, well, I have all this curriculum to cover and I have to teach, you know, verb tenses or whatever. But the thing about it is that you can take these songs and it's authentic language. So that's a plus um, and contemporary language. Um, and you can adapt it to whatever your curriculum is. We try really hard to have some AP themes in there, for example. So we might have a song about climate change or something like that. And so we have um, kind of ready-made curricular ideas in there, or, you know, you'll have a song that has passé composé en parfait in it, or, you know, whatever grammar point you're trying to get across, or lots of vocabulary themes come out. So you can really reinforce whatever you're doing in your classroom um, clothing. You know, I mean, these singers sometimes wear crazy outfits and it's you have the students talk about the outfits so it's really good for language acquisition uh because it's an authentic task and people talk about music in real life so that right. makes it um, right and Michelle, we might want to we might want to mention that we go through a heavy screening process mm -hmm. um, i was just gonna ask like how do you figure out the songs how do you decide who does well, that learning yeah. from experience and working with such a variety uh, of wide range of learners um you know that we collect nominations um there are some years i do this some year, michelle does it every year but has her own students um nominate songs too um Teachers nominate songs. I think, what do we have, 64 right now that we're trying to whittle down? Three, I think oh, wow. now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, wow. So when we look at the songs, there's so many things we're looking at. We are looking at the message of the song. We are looking at, um, obviously, is there anything explicit in, in, in the song? Is the language appropriate? Uh, we're looking at the video. Um, is there any mention of alcohol or drugs or, you know, like the things yeah. that you don't you don't want, I don't want to lose my job over this. Right. <laughs> um, and we also look for representation. You know, we've had years where um, the lead singer is in a wheelchair and that's made an impact on students. We got a message from a teacher saying the student was thrilled because her father, you know, was in a wheelchair and she never sees anybody in a wheelchair in, in things that she does in class. So we're looking at the representation of people as well as the representation of the Francophone world. And it takes us a while. Um, yeah. Like we yeah. just, we're starting now, right? <laughs> so yeah, it's intense. And it's it, just trying to have a balance you know, of musical styles and, you know, gender uh, and, you know, people from different, not just from France, but people from all over the Francophone world. So teachers can be assured that the song that they're about to use in class has been vetted. You know, it, it's appropriate. Um, there are no surprises. Um, it's, it'll be okay. There's, you know, it's safe, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, and I love that too, that you've put so much thought into so many things, not just linguistically and the language, but the cultures and the, like you said, the the representation and all of that. Um, because I think sometimes, you know, teachers, like you said, they get caught up in their curriculum and their have tos, right? I have to do this and I have to do that. Well, you can still do all of those things 
and we can have some fun, right? And we can expose them to authentic cultural and musical things, which is a human, you know, love of, you know, love of music and, and exploration and learning through things. So you can do all of those things, right? You can focus mm-hmm. on the language and the culture and you can have some fun. Um, and it sounds like this is a, a really fun uh, event for students. So you, you did mention some like, uh, you know, lessons or, or lesson ideas. Do you provide those or do uh, is that part of what come, you know, is collaboratively collaboratively coming out of this um, Facebook community and things like that? Tell me a little bit more about um, how you may have started this collaboration and started this thing, but how has others kind of brought brought their um, experiences to it and their resources as well? Maybe we should mention what is always available, like mm-hmm. no okay. matter what, every year certain things are already there in place that we have people, we have so many people helping us now that they have assigned jobs and they make, we have someone who takes all the videos and puts all the lyrics on them so that we have lyric videos already available. We have another person, Michelle works heavily with this, that makes um, a biography slideshow of oh, all wow. of the artists with information in them in French, you know, comprehensible French. Mm-hmm. We have so many of those things already guaranteed. What other, what other ones, Michelle? Yeah, we, have, yeah, wow. have food. we have the vocabulary, like the basic, like Stephanie was mentioning, the chat mats. We have, you know, blue kits and quizlets and gim kits already made with things like, uh, you know, how to talk about music, how to say things like lyrics and music video. And I love it and I hate it. And, it, you know, the video matches the lyrics and, you know, all kinds of things that students are likely to say. And because hopefully teachers will do this every year, it gets recycled. So students get better and better at talking about music and talking about their opinions, which, it, and and they add more and more detail every year. Uh, so it's great to hear them, you know, arguing about songs in French and, um, and a lot of teachers will, um, will contribute lessons. So we have a Google drive um, and we, we have a wonderful person, Yejen, who helps us organize that. And, um, and so we'll have, resources that are applicable to all the songs. So, you know, for example, one of the things that we always do is we have a, like a mon appreciation thing that Stephanie usually makes up uh, or you, you started it. And it, and it, it basically the students in the beginning of money will rate their songs. Like, is it five stars or three stars or whatever? And they have to give a reason why. Um, and then we have folders where you have activities for specific songs. So for teachers who maybe want to just dip their toe in, they could say, okay, well, I really like this particular song. I want to do some activities with this song. And so they go to the folder and they see that somebody found an interview with the artist and did an activity with it, or somebody made an ed puzzle that has to do with the song, or we do use lyrics training so the students can practice the words. Um, and so teachers will create um, uh, different activities, you know, close activities or cultural activities, and at all different levels. So if you're uh, if you're a middle school teacher, you can find something that's appropriate. If you're an AP teacher or anything in between. You can usually find something you already made in March when you're tired and in Maine it's mud season and there's yeah. there aren't any home days and you're like, oh my God, how am I going to get it through the school year? And all of a sudden you magically have all these things that are created for you and you go, oh, I can breathe. And this is not only 
fun, but it's high quality stuff that other creative people have come up with. Yeah, like the, it's amazing the amount of information or not information, the amount of resources that get created. Mm -hmm. So I always remind the teachers before you create something, look in the folder. I bet you it's already created for you. We can and adapt you, it, you know, right? As you can adapt to it to what works for you. Exactly. Um, is it's just phenomenal um, what what is there. And I think, Michelle, maybe we should talk about like the ways you can participate. Do you remember the in our presentation, we did the yeah. mild, the medium, and the spicy? Yeah. Oh, I like this. This yeah. one's good. I was just, when you mentioned about, you know, dipping your foot in or jumping in, right? You can probably do all levels. Is that kind right. of... And yeah. even as a person who coordinates this and puts this all together, I don't... There, it depends on the year. It depends on where we are. Um, I might only do, you know, the mild year, you know, participate mildly or medium. But and there are some teachers that go all the way to the spicy and do this is they drop everything and this is what they do for March. So there's really several options for teachers in what they want to do and how they want to do this. Yes, I was going to do mild. What would that look like? Let's say I, I do, I just want to try this, but so tell me yeah. what I would do. What would it look like for me as a teacher that wants to kind of be mild? So one thing you can do just to, just to even start out is have the playlist in the background in your classroom while students are working on something, you know, just to kind of get them interested. They might be like, Oh, I kind of like this song. Hmm, interesting. Um, and then you could just show, we always say, Oh, one other thing that we always have is a mashup of the songs. So we have a mashup that usually is, you know, maybe seven or eight minutes long and it has a little blurb, a little piece of each song um, in it. So some teachers will just show the mashup and have students fill out the bracket based on the mashup. And then they, you know, take five minutes. Once voting starts, they take five minutes at the beginning of class and they have students vote and see where they are in the bracket. And that's all they do. That's it. You know, just just yeah, like that's, yeah. let's let's cool. listen to the songs, vote, see who wins. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. My song won. My song didn't win. Okay, so the, and it and right. it really can literally Here's take five mind. minutes at the beginning of class. You know, three times a week when the when it's a voting day, and maybe show the reveal video on the on the off days. Um, and so that that's really simple, um, and it doesn't take very much time out of your curriculum and students will get excited about it or save it till the end of class. So students will be excited at the end of class and leave French yeah. class thinking, oh yeah, French class is cool. Um, and students often will add um, songs to their personal playlists, which is really fun. And you'll catch them singing along. Um, That's so I, actually, I have a story I would like to tell about a, one particular student from a couple of years ago. So this was a student that I had who really didn't like French much. Um, she um, moved into our school from out of state. And so she was a little behind and she wasn't very confident and so forth. And so I really was trying hard to reach her and I wasn't having too much success. And then um, I, we played the mashup uh, when she was in seventh grade and she's a theater student. And so she started bopping along and I saw her kind of like paying attention. She was actually looking at the screen and, and so forth. And so she was getting ready to leave class that day. And I said, you know what? I have some bad news for you. And she said, what, madame? And I said, money musical is going to make you love French. <laughs> you can't do anything about it. And, and she loves money musical. And she, 
she started participating in class when we were discussing the songs and her French really improved. And she's an eighth grade debt now and she's, you know, she's doing a great job and she can't wait for money music out. So, you know, sometimes you can reach those students or sometimes you can reach like the sports kids because you do the connection to basketball. We always pick out, like find who the um, big Francophone players are in the tournament, which is, it gets the kids engaged. They're like, oh, why do you have so-and-so out on the bulletin board? Oh, because, you know, he's from Canada. Uh, you know, he's from he's Quebec. From France. Yeah. So, so you so, Michelle, I think one of our goals this year should be to reach out to those players. You know, we always re- reach out to the artists and we get, we get responses back from the artists. It's amazing. Um, we've had live streams with some of the artists um, that everybody can participate in. We've had contests where certain schools win participation in. But I think this year, Michelle, we need to make an effort to reach out to the the French basketball players. I know they're going to be super busy, but, you know, to reach, you know, even pull in some of those sports kids, especially when they find out what they're, they're French players in these college teams. Really? Like, they don't understand that. And, um, and that just draws their attention as well. Uh-huh. I love that. I love that. You're always thinking about right there. Like who else can we dig? You know, who else can we grab? Who else can we get excited? Who else can we, you know, what other students can we get, you know, excited by doing it, you know, adding the sports kids, adding the music, you know, combining the two. I think that's so, so fantastic. Um, so, okay. So now I, I did, let's say I was mild last year and now I'm like okay let's kick it up what am I going to do what what might I add to just kind of that five minutes at the end of class or that little bit you know now my kids are hooked now they're starting to love I'm a medium I'm a medium okay so tell tell me what medium looks like I do have you know I'm sending the kids to the high school and they there's you know those teachers are expecting certain things so for me on the medium um, my kids fill out the bracket Uh, we vote but I'll pick three, four, maybe five songs of the 16 that are related to our curriculum. And I'll do more extensive work for them. Those mm-hmm. folders in our drive have lots and lots of activities for each song. I can't do each song as extensively as I would like, but I will pick several that are tied into what either we're doing right now or what we're about to do or we have mm-hmm. done. Um, and and really work those songs into what our curriculum is at that time. And there's always, always at least two or three that work beautifully. Like it just, just, just happens. Um, and I'll just highlight those songs and use the, use the materials from those songs and um, still vote and carry on. And that takes, you know, rather than just 10 minutes of my class, that might take 15 to 20 minutes of my class. And then I can still carry on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Wonderful. for, you know, spicy, Michelle, Michelle is spicy. She is very spicy. All in. Michelle. Well, what does that look like? <laughs> so we actually had a whole wonderful team of teachers uh, about a year ago and we wrote a novice unit for money music out. So we have a formal unit with assessments and standards and connections to other disciplines. We have connections to, you know, math and, and sometimes we can have history connections depending on the songs and um, geography and things like that. So, so I, I, I do a lot. I pretty much drop everything and, and make it a unit 
um, and, you know, assess the students on it at the end. And we have, you know, the three modes of communication. We have interpretive tasks, we ha which is very easy to do because we're interpreting songs or interpreting interviews or articles about the artists. Um, there's a ton of material out there. Um, comparisons. I mean, there's so much linguistically that you can do. You're always comparing. Like that's when I always do comparative superlative. Like this is the best song, or this is the worst song, or this song is better than that one, yeah. and why? Um, and um, and so I will go. And I still, even though I'm spicy, I still don't go into in depth in every single song because you just don't have time. Um, we even this uh, last year we started mm -hmm. um, a commentary team. So you know how in basketball they'll do like game analysis and descriptions of you know which one which team's going to win. So we have a group of teachers now that do commentary. And last year they even brought in some student voices, so students would record a little debate about why I think this song's better than this one or this song's going to win. And um, and so teachers can use those in class as well um, to as a listening thing. Um, as, um, as an introduction to having them do a speaking task. Um, it's important for teachers to understand that, you know, if you, if you're just starting out and you go to our website, it's, it is very overwhelming because there's so much stuff and you, you're, you're worried. A lot of teachers are worried that they're not going to do it right, but there's no right or wrong way to do money musical. Um, you can right. do as much or as little as you want. And there's a huge community of support. So this year we have a help desk desk that we started. So we have a teacher who's going to be available to like, forward emails where it needs to the questions where they need to go. Um, and we have tutorials on our website for if you want to do just a little bit or a lot. Um, and in the Facebook group, um, the first few years, Stephanie and I did it. It was, it was a little bit stressful because we were answering the same questions all the time in the Facebook group and people were confused and we made all these tutorials and so forth. But now somebody asks a question and five teachers who have been doing Mighty Music Out for a few years will answer and give suggestions and advice. So it's really wonderful to see other teachers take a leadership role. And it's just such a supportive, caring community. Um, and, and there's a lot of support. So don't worry. You can do it. Um, you're not going to do it wrong. And your students are going to absolutely yep. love it. And they're going to beg to do it next year. I love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, you have got to have the most engaging French class <laughs> in the United States, I think in March, right? All of the French students must be on fire. And I think about how that must also just kind of exude out through the schools, right? I mean, how fun that, that in, and just, that you can have fun and they can be learning and they can be stretching and they can be speaking French and all of those wonderful things can all coexist at the same time and should. Well, right. I just love that it can spread outside of our walls. Yeah. Um, students will start posting comments on YouTube videos. Um, they'll like leave a comment for the artist, which has led us to having to, to deal with, um, me, Michelle, what is that like? Uh, digital citizenship. Lessons. Digital citizenship. Mm -hmm. We had to address digital citizenship with the kids, um, leaving comments. Kids are messaging artists. They're following them on their Instagram pages and reaching out and 
artists are responding and it's it's real live authentic interaction for these kids in something that they're already highly engaged with and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and more exciting every year and um I already know that when I retire, <laughs> I'm going to have still have work to do. <laughs> We're going to be doing this till we die. <laughs> well, it sounds like you better. Um, my, my colleague, Jen, will not forgive you if you don't. <laughs> um, I just, I think it's so great. So let's, um, is there anything else that, that you want to kind of, I know you've talked about kind of the process and where, where they start. Please, what is the actual website where teachers can get this information? Um, and we'll put it in the show notes, of course, as well. www.moneymusical.info. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, the Facebook, and the Facebook group Wonderful. is called. And again, we'll put it in the show notes and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So they yeah. can just search for welcome. that as well. And everything's linked Wonderful. on our website. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody knows any, and this is free. This is all free. One, all of this yes, free for teachers, free. right? All of this free. free. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we always we always we, free. Yeah. Territory and, and, that we didn't get from Canada was Yukon. So if there are any Yukon French teachers listening, please join us. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. So you, I can tell there's some healthy comp- competition within you. Yeah. Goals that you guys have set too, as yeah. well for the for the program. So um, I think that's wonderful. So, any other last bits of wisdom, advice, tips, or tricks, or stories that you want to share um, with the French teachers out there that are thinking about participating? So we do we do ask teachers to register because that way we can keep track of how many schools are are involved. And we do send out occasional email blasts to teachers with important information or updates, or um, there are lots of side contests that we do. So that's also kind of part of the spicy thing. Like we have a whole um, Flipgrid team and we do different contests. So we have students, for example, do, um, you know, they can participate by doing a singing contest and sing one of the songs and we have prizes or they can do a dance routine. routine. Um, So that's another way to get students really involved. We, um, you know, making a video, um, doing artwork. We have an art contest that's a side contest and so forth. So, um, so the registration closes right before Money Musical starts. So I think, um, March 1st this year, I think. Uh, and then we use the registration also to create a map. We map mm-hmm. where all the schools that are participating so kids can see, look, we're on the map. And oh, look, there's a school in in Belgium that's participating. Or, um, you know, and both Michelle and I try to get our partner schools in our, um, I have my partner schools in Nantes. I'm not sure where yours is, Michelle. Um, but I, we try to get yeah, them participating as well. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. And we, you know, we've already gotten a couple of new places this year. I think we got China this year is a new one. And um, we have um, Italy this year. We got one from Kenya. We have a bunch now from um, New Zealand, uh, which is kind of fun. A bunch from England, uh, Australia, um, so it's really become kind of a worldwide phenomenon, uh, which is really, really fun. 
uh, one of my one of my students moved to Argentina um, back in December, and I said, "Here's your mission. You have to find some French teachers. We need Argentina to be in my musical because they teach French in Argentina. You can, you can do it." So I'm still waiting, but we'll see if we get somebody from Argentina. So I was just going to say, let us know, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Well. What an amazing labor of love, I think this seems to be for for both of you. And I know that French teachers out there absolutely appreciate it. Um, and, he, and I hope many more now will, you know, listen to the podcast and, and not be afraid to hop in, right? And to really, in, you know, bring, give their students this um, real world opportunity and just have fun, whether they're mild, medium, or spicy, right? right? <laughs> whatever, whatever they choose to be. So mm -hmm. uh, thank you so much. So they can go, um, French teachers, you can go to the website and register. And when is the due date about the teachers need to register by? Well, our first vote's on March 1st. Um, okay. So they're going to want to register before the end of February to make the map. Um, mm -hmm. But you can still participate if you miss the registration. It's not, the registration is about being able to get the info, to be on our list to get info out to you or to make the map. Um, it's not like you have to register to participate. Mm -hmm. But right. we so at highly, point, highly encourage yeah. that registration because it helps us. It helps us make plans. It helps us um, get things done. Um, so February 28th. And if you have a, a super fan, February 28th, perfect. Yeah. And if you have a super fan that wants to help, are you looking for volunteers still that help to help you with this event? Or oh, always, 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 <laughs> always, always. Okay, so yeah, yeah. we will have awesome. So we, besides your contact information, there, this podcast will be on Twitter, and we'll tag you, and so people um, that are super fans, like like my well, colleague Jen, maybe she'll be in there. And Spanish teachers should check out the. Um, Locoro de Marzo, like I'm not sure the dates on his, um, what he's doing, but you know, Ashby, this can be done pretty much in every language. So, mm -hmm. Ashby, Senor Ashby, yeah. Um, yeah. this can be done in any language, and we'll we'll make sure that we get to you the information for the other languages that we know about. Great. Yeah, and Absolutely also we really because really it is wanna, a great event. We also really want to thank Wayside for their sponsorship. They've helped us so much, yes. and they've been really. Great. They contributed some, um, some teacher prizes last year, which was really fun and helped us, you know, costs have come up with this, like um, our voting platform and MailChimp and things like that. So it, it really helps a lot to have your sponsorship. So thank you so much. Good. Yes, it does. Awesome. I didn't make you say that. So that's awesome. No, I'm we wouldn't be where we are today without that sponsorship. I mean, that sponsorship awesome. has allowed us to keep everything free. Right. Free. That's wonderful. Right. Wonderful. Well, I love to hear that. I'm, you know, I, I'm going to be honest, like I am so much, I knew what it was, but I did not know there was such a huge committee and so much um, depth of resources and language resources and cultural resources mm -hmm. um, behind all of this. So I appreciate the conversation. And then I know this is going to be something that not just French teachers are going to be interested in, in hearing about. So thank you both so much, Michelle and Stephanie, for taking some time and talking with me. And I can't wait to put the songs on my playlist and uh, expand my musical, um, <laughs> you know, my musical tastes a little bit as well. So thank we, you so uh, We much. hope you'll help us, you know, by voting too. <laughs> 
I will. I will. I don't know French, but you know what? Music in a lot of ways is universal, right? And and you like what you like. So exactly. I, I think that's awesome. Thank you so much Thank for having me. Thank you again us. so much. You're welcome.